Get all the news you need. 104.7 Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Laws. Overnight news. Well, it's happening. They're putting microchips in our brains. I knew this day would come. What's it going to do? Elon Musk's company have uh, come up with the first brain microchip. Well, they've implanted their first bloke. And what uh, what will the chip do? What do they want to achieve with it? It's look. It's the long term thing is for people with neurological problems. So basically people who can't move their bodies are going to be able to access computers and information so that they can keep... So someone like Stephen Hawking, for instance, could only operate his hand. Yeah. He would have been able to control with his mind, get the be able to speak, be able to move oh. his wheelchair around and, and do all that stuff just with a thought. Really? Yeah. So it, that's the long term. But what he said here is that, you know, you'll be able to use your phone and stuff. So it's just ways for us to use technology and see ads from Twitter but how, from our bedrooms. I don't know how much you've read up on it, but is it realistic? Like for, yeah. So paralysed people, yes. things like that? Long ter- is that what they're saying? A long time away, but yes, it is Gee. realistic. Yeah, it's doable. It's The problem is is that it's so invasive and dangerous yeah. to implant someone that in order to trial this sort of thing, yeah. you need serious clearance. Like I'm surprised this person's even agreed to do it, you know. He's yeah. obviously getting paid a lot, but. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, scares uh, me a little bad, bit. But. Bad enough he's willing to take the risk. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Very futuristic yep. stuff. Very futuristic. Hey, uh, something out of the United States. Uh, we talk about Trump a lot. We talk about Joe Biden. Mm. Uh, Obama into the White House. Michelle Obama. Oh. Yeah, so it turns out that she's very, very keen, and they're uh, they're rallying around right now, apparently, the Democrats, to talk Joe Biden out of standing again. Yeah, he's They're saying, look, you know, totally. yeah, he's struggling badly. So Michelle Obama to potentially take mm. on Donald Trump. Yeah. I that, don't think she'll want to do it, but I think she'll think she has to. I think she's to. about third or fourth favourite. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah. No, they, they are talking. Well, good luck to her. Yeah. From uh, what yeah. I've seen, I, I think she's uh, really nice. Look, I don't know if she could be a president. I don't know if she's I, I'd capable. I'd I like her a lot. Whenever I've seen yeah. her interviewed, I think she handles herself really well and she comes across as a, a lovely yep. lady, great person. Yep. yep. Someone in her corner that didn't do a too bad a job, I suppose. Yeah. Um, cash. We Everyone loves cash. We use it less than ever, but uh, it's come out that people are hoarding cash in record amounts at the moment. Mm. Uh, there's... Between fifty-six and eighty-one billion dollars in cash, they reckon circulating around in the Australian economy. Uh, about ten percent of that's used for black market sort of, you know, sneaky stuff mm-hmm. activities. Uh, yeah, but Only lots 10. of people have been hoarding cash, putting it away, not even using it for daily transactions. They don't trust banks. They Rainy just day. don't want it. Just putting it away and yeah, just hoarding mm. it and saving it just in case. My mm. fear is that I'll forget it's there. <laughs> or there'll be a fire. We had to do this know? with my father. Yeah. Because in the end, he, you know, dementia kicked in and we said, right. uh, Dad, where is that cash? Uh, yeah. And he had hoarded a lot of it over the years. Oh, you, you never found it? No, or? we did, but it was uh. touch and go. <laughs> And, oh, my uh, God. And the other thing was he kept telling people at the pub, yeah, I've got all this cash. Oh, no. And we're going, Dad, Dad. Dad, stop telling all of these people. No. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't do that in yeah, Port No, right. exactly. Don't tell uh, Ruth, the uh, Just a quick question, uh, you being in business, you know, uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this or not, some places you go into now, I went into a coffee shop about a week ago, uh, mm-hmm. they're cashless, only cards. Is that legal? Are they allowed to do that? Well, it must be. What if I s- that? Uh, okay, that answers mm. that. Yeah. <laughs> but what if, so I cannot say to that yeah. coffee shop, no, I've got a $20 bill here, I'm buying it with, with legal cash. Tender. I, I don't know if it's legal or not, but, but yeah, there are people doing it. doing it, so yeah. it has to be. There you go. Um, 
and this is an interesting and sad stat, and I hope it's wrong, but experts are predicting that 80% of 18 to 30-year-olds uh, by 2038 will be overweight. 80%, 80% of 18 to 30-year-olds in Australia. And if that's correct, it'll take eight years off the male life and six years off the female's life expectancy. Mm. 80% of that age group where you're meant to be that's a bad number. fit, um, you know, doing stuff, that shows <laughs> It's just so wrong. much sugar and crap in everything. Even like the health star rating system is just corrupt too. Like if you look. Don't eat it. But some things will have a health star rating that says, yeah, yeah whatever. People and don't understand yeah. it. They don't I understand you it. You've got yeah. to have a magnifying glass and a, you know, a science degree to be able to understand I the I still want to know, thing. on the back with ingredients, what's the best one for me to look? Is it the number of carbs no, in it? Is it kilojoules? They is purposely it make it, is it fat obscure yeah. so that you can't figure it's it out. A, I don't know which is the best yeah. number to be reading. No, yeah, it's, it's impossible when you go shopping. to get Need to learn this in school. It's a serious problem. We heard about Taylor Swift the other day. Her big dilemma, biggest dilemma in her life mm. is that she's got to do a concert in Japan and she's got to come off stage. She's got overnight to race back, to get back to Vegas in time for the Super Bowl to see her boyfriend Travis play. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Can she do it? Will she get there in time? I'm sure she'll. I'm sure they'll bend the space-time continuum together. <laughs> it's, got, it's got private jet written all over it. It does, it? And, yeah. And staff working on her makeup all yeah, night. Yeah, she'll, she'll and... go lay down in a in, in one of those big pods, and yes. someone will come over and do her makeup while yeah, she sleeps, exactly. and she'll yeah, be fine. Supercharge her jet. Yeah, a bigger jet. She'll be on a vitamin drip. Moisturizer on her face. Yeah, and all that. she's now a billionaire, isn't she? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she can afford so I think to do she, it. She'll get there. So, what's the furthest you've had to travel or have ever traveled for an event? What's the biggest effort you've gone to? You did something. When I was uh, in my 20s, I was living on an island in Thailand called Koh Tao. They didn't really have any, they barely had internet. holidays or living? I was there for four months, I think. So, and my friend had been there for longer than that. We went over and we didn't have any TV or anything like that. And the new X-Men movie came out while we were there. And we really like X-Men. So we were just bored one day and we said, we should go see it. In Kuala Lumpur. So we got <laughs> on um, it's an uh, overnight boat trip on what? on a boat which uh, leaked water and made us very ill. And then when we got there, we had to get in a, a plane and a car. And it was about a 30-hour trip, really, round trip all the way Jeez. there and back. And we had to stay overnight in some very, very suspicious hostel. Pretty sure Taken 3 was filmed there. <laughs> and uh, But it was worth it. It was a great film. Yep. Right. So, so the yeah, popcorn was we good. also got KFC while we were there, which you couldn't get on Kotel. So it was for KFC oh, and an expensive. Right. I've heard of people who, during finals time, some flights have gone via Singapore to get to you know people yeah. to get to Melbourne to the MCG. I've heard yeah. outrageous stories like Crazy. that. Yeah, there's a lot of them around. I learned something at uh, your father's funeral, Rue. About what? how far you've travelled. Mm. Little Mark Rusciuto's playing Sapsars of football. He's the oh, captain of the state yeah. under twelves, mm. or he's in Canberra. <laughs> Mm. and rang home after night one crying, and his dad drove from Wakery to Canberra oh, to pick him up. Pick him up. Well, Wakery to Canberra. Oh, full story. Well, which was? <laughs> I was billeted with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't handle it. I was scared of girls at <laughs> the age of 12. I didn't start communicating with them until I was about 15. Next time, next time Bruce says our generation's soft, all the kids oh, are soft these days, I'm going to bring that it? up. I'm still scared of laws. <laughs> yeah, uh, terrified. Hi. 
Well, somehow Taylor Swift's got to do a concert in Japan and then race through the night to get all the way back to Vegas for the Super Bowl to see her boyfriend play. How far have you travelled to get to an event? And you could just travel to the district here if you get yes. the best answer because we've got a four-hour drinks packages and doubled uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Let's go to Lindock. Jason, how far did you go to an, for an event? Good morning, all. How are we? Yeah, good. Great. Mate. So, mate and I were keen to see Pearl Jam and in... In 2018, they announced they were doing some home shows in Seattle. Yeah. Um, so we jumped onto the 10 Club, which is their fan group page, to get allocated tickets. Um, we waited, we waited, we waited. We got tickets for the 10th of August. Beautiful. So we booked our flights to land on the 8th of August. Um, at our Sydney interchange, we got a notifi- notification come through that we actually were given extra tickets to see them on the 8th. Oh. So we, we landed at 4 p.m. in Seattle. We went to the hotel, went, saw them on the 8th. On the 9th, we were lucky to catch a gig to see Mudhoney on the beach in Seattle, and then we saw Pearl Jam on the 10th. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What What a story. Well done. Terry at Glenelg, how far did you go? Uh, I hitchhiked from Brisbane to Melbourne to see the 1990 Grand Final. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hitchhiked. One night spent under the Yas Canberra turnoff in freezing conditions. You've oh, got to be kidding me. Are you a Collingwood or Essendon man? I'm a Collingwood man. Oh, through Terry. That was their first win in a long time. It, it had been it had been since 1958. That's it. Wow. How many people did you have to get a lift with the hitchhike the whole way? How many different cars? Uh, or trucks I think or... I had seven different people. That, uh, that <laughs> what was your worst? What was your worst? <laughs> I had one old guy that that constantly was sipping tea out of a mug and snorting whilst he was doing. Beggars can't be choosers. Let's go to Handorf. G'day, Michael. Uh, what's the furthest you've gone for an event? Yeah, I took my daughter to Taylor Swift for her 15th birthday. 52 hours. Oh! 52 hours. Oh! Where was it? Lexington, Kentucky. <gasps> what? You went all the way to America? Yeah, now admittedly we've got uh, family friends there, so it was a bit of a Excuse double sort of deal. But yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're a good dad. Uh, well done. Yeah. All right, Love who that. we got there, Loz? Vince and Kingswood, how far did you go for an event? Uh, I went. I went to Belgium uh, to Worcester to watch Paul McCartney for my birthday. My wife bought me a ticket in and, Belgium. Uh, wow. Yeah, I went to Belgium. But uh, funny enough, uh, in October this year for my birthday, uh, I went and I actually met him. My daughter won the uh, competition to actually uh, <gasps> oh, meet him. How good! Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> well done, Vince. That's well done. Let's go to Paynham South, Frank. Uh, how far have you gone yeah. for an event? We flew to uh, LA uh, to Vegas for a buck show, yeah. but the flights were stuffed up, so we ended up having to go via. We went Adelaide, Melbourne, Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney, Hawaii, Hawaii, LA. Oh, nice. Then we had a car waiting for us in LA, which drove us to Vegas. <laughs> we were thirty out thirty odd hours travelling. We missed the buck show. Oh, oh my god! And then uh, <laughs> yeah, we actually had to stop for the driver. Because he was falling asleep at the wheel. No. So, uh, no. yeah, yeah, it was a nightmare drive. This guy was yeah. off his rock. I don't oh, know if he's on drugs no. or whatever. Uh, at least but, you still went to Vegas, yeah, Frank. That's a good thing. Tim at Highbury, tell us your story. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm a, I've, I've been producing music and DJing for the last 20 years for a label based in Toulouse in France. Yeah. Um, and uh, got invited to play at a 20th anniversary uh, show for 15,000 people. Um, so flew on on a Saturday night. So I flew out from Adelaide 
uh, on the Thursday, played the show on the Saturday night, and then flew back to Adelaide oh, on the Monday. Oh, nice. that's a big oh. round trip. Work. What a that's round trip good. that is. Amazing. Let's head out to Furl. G'day, Adrian. How far have you gone for an event? Uh, I was working in China as a chef in Shanghai, and I flew uh, from Shanghai to the Melbourne Cricket Ground to watch Carlton play in the grand final. And a losing grand oh. final. Oh. And, uh, and I got back on the plane about an hour after the game had finished to get back to Shanghai to start work again. Gee. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a big effort. That's a huge effort. Uh, All right, pain. Triple M Breakfast with Rude and Lies. <laughs> When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Which Rusciuto kid's telling jokes today? Is it Joe, Nick, Tom, Sophie, Rosie or Rocco? Spin the Rusciuto kid wheel. Well, I've heard on the grapevine it's the start of a new era. <laughs> Rosie now in high school. She has to get up too early and she yeah. leaves. Yeah. I wonder who we've got on the phone this morning. Who's there? Uh, Tom, Tom and Rocco. Tom and Rocco. Oh. How are you, boys? How are you, boys? Good. And now, Rocco, what year are you in now? Five. And what are you in, Tom? Five. Three. Three. Yeah, are you in three, Tom? Dad doesn't know. Dad doesn't know. What did you have for breakfast this morning, you two? I had, um, I had porridge. I had porridge. And I had wheat bix. Wheat bix. Oh, that's pretty good. Good start pretty good of the day. Start. Right, Tom, Tom, what's your new teacher's name? Miss Connor. Miss Connor, yeah. yeah. And uh, Rocco, what's yours? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, you need to try harder at school. I'm serious. How can you not know your teacher? Is it a man or a woman? Three days in. Is it a man or a woman? A girl. Yeah. A girl. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Only a girl. Well, you, try and you get to know You seriously don't know her name. Try and get to know her name. You forgot. You forgot. <laughs> I hope she's not listening, mate. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, now I got it. What, what is, is it? it? Mrs. Watson. Mrs. Oh, Watson. Mrs. What's Watson. her name? She, if you're listening, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Watson. What's her name? He really does like her. He does. He, he actually uh, likes her. All right. How many jokes have you got? Three. Three. All right. Oh, Who's yeah. up first? Tom. Tom. Tommy. Righto, Tom. Tommy. What's yours? Hey, this and Laws. Yeah. yeah. We have two dogs called Rolex and Seiko. Yeah. They are watchdogs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair enough. Very That's good. Good, Tom. good Very start. Good, Tommy. Next one. What do you call it when a snowman throws a fit? What do you call call it when a snowman throws a fit? What? A meltdown. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice one, Tommy. A couple right. of good ones yep. there. Right. Yep. Now, Rocco, have yep. you got one? Yep. Okay. And this is a special joke for Mrs. Watson this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I dreamt I was a muffler car last night. I woke up exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good boy. All, right. All right, you boys, get off to school and have a good day, and uh, uh, we'll catch you when we get home later on, okay? Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. All right, first up, Henry. Hello, Henry. Hi. Good. Hi. How old are you? Nine. Nine? Right, okay. Age. And what school do you go to? Edwardstown. Okay. Yeah, that's a good, good great school. school. Oh, Edwardstown. All, right. All right. Now, uh, you've just got back this week. Doing anything new at school this year? What subjects? 
I'm doing performing art. Oh, oh no. Wow. Okay. Are you going to be an actor? No. Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. Henry, now, have you maybe. got a have you got a joke for us? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Where do you find a crab without legs? Where do you find a crab? Where do you find? Legs? I'm really interested to where? find out this. Exactly where you left it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, you actually got me there. Yeah. Good on you, Henry. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, that's good. I like his dry delivery. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Now yeah, we got we got two kids in a car. Now we got Henry and Remy. Hello. 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 All right. How old are you, Henry? Nine. And how old are you, Remy? Six. 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 Right, eh? <laughs> All right. What school do you go to? Blackfriars. Blackfriars. Black oh, oh, that's a good school. school. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, how many jokes have you got for us today? Um, I've got one and Remy's got one. Okay. Great. All right. Who's, gonna, who's going first? Uh, me. Well, who's right. me? Henry. Oh, Henry. Right. Henry. Right, Henry. Sorry. All Henry, right, Henry. Where you go? Where you go? What do you call a? What do? You, what did the shark say when he ate the clownfish? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> this tastes a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. good. It would taste a little All right, funny. All right, Remy. What's your joke? What kind of? What kind of dog does a magician have? Oh. What, what kind of dog? Okay. Okay. What? A labracadabra door. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, nice right. one, Remy. Very, very, very well, well done. done. You beat the older brother, I reckon. Great mate. build today. Yeah. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits, and Loz. The best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman! I'm Anthony Lehman. Yes, every Wednesday morning. Hello, Lemo. Oh, get eighteen! <laughs> Wonderful. You know, last week when I joined you, I was a little bit dusty because I'd been out with Glenn Maxwell the night before. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a little bit hungover again today oh. uh, because school started back yesterday. My wife and I started drinking at nine oh five a.m. Seriously, those school holidays felt like they went for about six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're hard, Lemo. How many kids you got, Lemo? We've just, Loz, we just have one roo. Oh. How do you do it with six, mate? You start drinking at five to nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. In fact, given that you've got six, I reckon I could drop mine off at your house and you wouldn't notice for two weeks. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, actually. We're the first school to <laughs> open a bar for parents. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad oh, idea. Oh, it's a little pop-up. Well, like I hey, don't worry, the kids are used to it from COVID, remember? Homeschooling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I reckon that's not a bad idea. Because you just get, you get to the end of school holidays and it's like, all right, mate. You've been on your iPad for eight hours now. Just yeah. two more hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you know, your battery when you, goes flat. When yeah. you go to pick your seven-year-old, say, can you drive home? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's to drive very young. <laughs> Actually, you might be onto something. <laughs> mm. I'm going to have a little think about it. Mm. This is, I'll tell you how lazy my son is getting, right? You know Alexa that you have at your house, or Hey Google, some yeah. people have mm. in their yeah, houses. Siri, yeah. So we've got Alexa. So we'll, you know, Hey Alexa, put it on Triple M. Yeah. Hey Alexa, what's Classic. the temperature today, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my son the other day, I said to him, I said, mate, can you close the curtains in the uh, lounge room? He goes, 
Hey, Alexa, close the curtains. <laughs> you haven't got to that smart a house yet, Lemo. <laughs> no, we're far from being that smart in this house, I tell you. So uh, anyway, we're glad school's back. And uh, hey, how can I get my hands on some of this pasta sauce too, Ruth? Mm. Money can't buy, man. No, that's right. You've got to listen out for the Triple M Nonna. Priceless. Yeah. All right. Well, I am listening out because I'm desperate to get my mitts on that. Yeah. Hey, uh, and you're in the Riverland at the same time, apparently. I did. So I was there on the weekend because I want to give a shout out to my mum. On Australia Day, she was awarded Loxton Citizen of the Year. Oh, yes. Beautiful. So, uh, what did she do to deserve that? She was the only one nominated, Ruth. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, there were, there were a bunch of nominations, but it was for a. Uh, tireless charity work over many oh. years and contribution to the community. Um, and, Rue, you've actually been on the receiving end of her charity when you and yeah. Bob came over to the house one night yes. during the River Run. Exactly right. She no, fed she you. thoroughly deserves it. Well done. <laughs> yeah. But it was, uh, it was a lovely... Yeah, she's on, you know, she's one of those classic country women. She's on lots of committees and boards yeah. and charity. My dad used to say to me, he used to go, she's like salt and pepper, your mother. She's on everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ceremony was at the Rotunda in the main street of Loxton. A couple hundred people there. And my son goes to me, dad, can I go up with Nana when she gets the award? I said, no, mate, this is her moment. You stay here. And then, of course, Nana says, yes, he can come up. Of course he can. Oh, so he's, during her whole speech, he's standing right next to her, a picture of a seven-year-old, holding the certificate up over his head. Standing <laughs> <laughs> next to her. Uh, <laughs> the whole so speech. proud. Uh, he didn't uh, tell a joke, did he? It was very, I'd tell you what, if you'd given him the mic, he bloody would have. <laughs> How, have you recovered from the fact that the most traction your social media has ever gotten is from your son telling a joke. <laughs> Loz, get a load of this. It's now up to 1.6 million views. Sharon wow. <laughs> Stone yes. commented on it. <laughs> what on earth? My, my comedy clips are straggling at around 5,000 views. Yeah. He's got 1.6 million. Incredible. But congratulations, my mum. After the ceremony on the weekend, we went back to my sister's house to celebrate. Mum had half a glass of bubbles and went home for a snooze. Mm. And the rest of us kids sat there for eight hours celebrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just not... really proud of mum. Oh, I yeah, just quickly yeah. plug two things. Yeah. While I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm doing a show at the Adelaide Fringe called Camper Van Gogh. Yeah. Yep. If ever you've been on a family holiday, oh. then this show's for you. Right. Fantastic. I challenge you to come up with a family holiday worse than the one that I had. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. And also, Titus O'Reilly and I are doing a show during Gather Round this year. Oh. Uh, at the Rhino Room. Nice. That'd be brilliant. All right. Thanks, Lemo. Good on you, Lemo. Thanks, Dave. Couple of good shows to look out for. Lemo. Triple M Breakfast with Blue Dits and Loz. Overnight sports. Uh, Loz, get ready here. This is actually the Crows report, all right? A oh, fair wow. Bit of Crows news well, you've written out. a sport. I, I <laughs> think listening. you wrote it. Uh, let's <laughs> start off with this. Crows young gun, Mike, <laughs> Max Michelani, is hoping he can be one of the answers for a short fall in tall defenders for the Crows this season. Uh, the second-year gun has returned from the break, not only taller, so he's grown in the off-season, but he's much Still heavier growing. as well. A lot of things have changed physically for me um, over the past you know, 12 months. You know, you get a lot fitter, a lot stronger being in the AFL system. I might have grown a centimetre or two, but um, I've definitely put on a little bit of weight, which um, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, I think there's a bit of an internal drive for me to be able to play multiple um, roles within the footy club. It says he's 192 good. here. Yeah. 
So that's uh, one six foot three and a half for the people who in the old terms. Yep. All right. Uh, But he's definitely put on about five, six kilos. Yeah. All reports. All right. Now, that was on Channel 7, that audio. Thanks to them. Hey, uh, reports also on the other mob, Channel 9, that Coach Matthew Nix is about to sign a two-year contract extension. Before I go tonight, some big breaking news. We are hearing that Crows coach Matthew Nix is set to sign a two-year contract extension. Well-deserved massive story, so watch this space. Brew? What? He's doing a good job down there. You'd expect something would happen in the uh, throughout the year. Wouldn't All you? right, I love him. All right, another crow. Story. You love him. I love him. He's got charisma. Wow, he's got riz. He's got riz. So okay. what, five years or just <laughs> yeah, five one, years. Two, five. Yeah, no, five's good. Yeah, uh, five. We need a bit of stability. Good but, input, you know. Lost. Yeah. Now, confirmation, oh. Wayne Miller has re-injured his troublesome Small hamstring, meaning he'll miss uh, two yeah. to three weeks. Of the deport exists. Wayne. Sorry? Deport exists. They just don't we do just anything go, We fly under the radar. Yeah, right? don't no. you just. Keep it quiet. Right. Right. Under the radar. Mm. Uh, that rules him out of the trial, the internal trial in Port Lincoln. All right, is that enough of the crows for this morning? I don't know, you're reading oh, that. Oh, one. On. <laughs> All right, a shock story in the world of supercars. A series champion, Brody Kostecki, is set to split with the Erebus team. Now, we heard a bit about this yesterday. He's he's really dominating the sport yeah. at the moment. Um, so he's actually without a drive for next season. Somewhere it'd have to Cut sign on. him, surely. <laughs> he's, the, he's the gun. Hey, uh, yesterday we talked about the fact that Darren Cale was going to be on the rush hour. I had a listen last night, and... It was a fantastic interview, and just listening, you can see why he is such a good coach, so well respected. Gee, he was good. He well spoke. He just yeah, he, he spoke magnificently, and uh, he made a lot of sense. Here he is talking about Yannick Sinner. Anybody can win on any surface. It doesn't matter if it's hard court, if it's fast hard court, if it's clay, or if it's grass. So Yannick's going to have a chance in anything he plays, and he plays well on clay. That's what he was brought up on. And as we know, last year he made it through to the semifinals of Wimbledon. So his game has adapted pretty well to the grass. So if he plays well, he's a chance. Is he going to be a number one? Do you I think so. Hits? think so. Djokovic Semis of Wimbledon tied. last year, won the Australian Open. So... He's a chance, Rue. Hey, uh, the Rush Hour boys are getting all the big guests well, at the moment. Brian Lara on Monday, Darren last night. They've got Shane Watson, former Aussie cricketer, on tonight. So that's yeah. uh, good. Yeah. Rush Hour getting the big gigs. They are. Rush Hour from 4 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, hello on this Wednesday morning, which means Joe's Jokes back for the first time this year. So that's coming up in the next hour. Yeah, parents, get the help the kids out. Give them a yep. gag. We need them just after eight. Uh, what are you watching? Always keen to find out a good new show to watch yeah. on Netflix or Fox or whatever, whatever, binge or something. So yep. we'll find out that later on as well. In the meantime, a bit of celeb goss for you. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple of months ago, we just we're, we were raving on and on about the Bex documentary, so weren't good. we? Yep. Yeah, Posh and Bex. Yeah. Well, they've come out with an ad. It, it turns out uh, the latest goss I've got for you, they're going to do a big ad during the Super Bowl. Oh, that's hot property. And you know Super what ads Bowl. are like in the yeah. Super Bowl, don't you? Yeah. Now, what was the bit in the doco where um, David questions her about what car did your dad yeah. drive? Yeah. Yeah. She, well, she, she said she's she had talking, a tough, She said, right. oh, we're very working class and sort that's of, right. you know. Yeah. And David pops his head through and he goes, what kind of car did your dad drive? Yeah, Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> David. And she sort of, yeah. <laughs> and she finally admits. It was a Rolls Royce. That's right, from our tough upbringing, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here's part of the ad you'll see in the Super Bowl. So David and I are going to be in a little commercial. Be honest. I am. Be honest. Okay, it's a big commercial. Tell them what it's during. David, I'm trying. tell them what it's during. Okay, it's during the big baseball game. Super big baseball game. 
Oh, was it the hockey ball? Hockey, hockey ball. Oh, and tell them about Jessica Aniston. <gasps> Jessica Aniston is going to be in it too. Thank there you. There you go. Oh, so that's Jessica the actual ad. That's part of it. <laughs> so it's a reenactment of that bit where yeah. he's a be honest and I'm, she goes, oh, rolls, rolls. Yeah. Now, the, the other part about this, in this ad you'll see in the Super Bowl, she's wearing a white T-shirt that yeah. says... Dad had a Rolls Royce. Oh. Already, young girls all over the world are yep. trying to get these. These shirts are going. They, they will sell tens of millions of them. Isn't it amazing how she, you know she wasn't the most popular Spice Girl by any no. stretch. No. Now she's done that doc documentary yeah. about her husband, or, yeah. and she's now she's back in well, favour. She well, be, she, she comes, to get herself across in it because I think people made a lot of assumptions yeah, know, about that, her being snooty. So and, there's a big upside if you get that doco right. Yeah. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. they control yeah. what goes to where, but well, you she get a come out of it looking good. But my dad, no, I don't have to say, my dad drives a Mazda. <laughs> Star Electrical, a local family business chosen by SA's best builders to help build family homes across Adelaide. Let's go, people. The clock is ticking. We're here for a good time, not a long time. I think we got time for a little quickie. Triple M's Quickie. One topic, three answers in five seconds. It's wow. time for a quickie with Rue. Yeah, quickie Ooh. with Rue this time. Yeah, all right. Dylan's on the line. G'day, Dylan. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Flinders Park. Righto. What's happening today for you? Uh, just uh, on my way out to work now. Yeah. So what, what do you do? Hopefully win some cash beforehand. What do you do? I uh, work for a company called PM Sports. We install like um, cricket pitches and cricket nets and oh, stuff great. like that. Oh, oh right. cool. There's a lot yeah. of that happening. You're busy? Yeah, flat out. Do you, flat get, out. A, do you get a lot of um, residential stuff, like people wanting cricket pitches in their backyard and yeah little bits and like oh. basketball hoops and stuff like that little bits here and there mainly schools and stuff like that but yeah a bit of residential cool right, cool mate good luck with the job uh 300 Thank bucks you. up for grabs right now though dylan uh so let's hope we can get a bit of cash in your pocket yeah uh, fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed three correct dancers in five seconds will get you that you ready to go yep far away all right Name three famous people with the first name Russell. Russell Coit, Russell Crowe, Russell Ebert. Well done, Dylan, from well done. Flinders Park. 300 bucks, Dylan, well done. Unreal, thank you very much. Now, right. that was exceptional. Just have a listen. I did it to Dits and Loz earlier, and yeah. you're going to be very happy with the result, Dylan. Name three famous Russells. Ebert Johnson. Is it Howcroft? Is that his name? Loz. Crow. Simmons. Who's Russell, Russell Simmons? Simmons. That, that's a, he's a rapper, isn't he? Okay. Mm. Russell is, is Howcroft the right bloke? Uh, you know who I'm, I'm not thinking? paying Johnson, am I? Oh, Ruckman of Port Adelaide no, State Ruckman. He's not That's famous. famous. What? So, Dylan, you're the only one who got three, mate. Yeah, you got 300 mate. bucks. Congratulations. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you very much. Good start to the day, mate. Whack a pitch in now and uh, yeah. finish it off perfectly. <laughs> there you go. So back to $100 tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works. It's 100 bucks every day and it can jackpot. We can get up to 500 bucks for the week and maybe just keep rolling in the mm. next week one day. Yep. 104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call 1300 Automasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The Rumor Mill.
All right, I got one today. This one. Was it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love that my rumours are so few and far between that when it happens, it's like an event. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. January 31. So I've heard, <laughs> mark it down in yeah. your diaries, mm-hmm. McDonald's. Mick. Mick. McDonald's. Right. Mickey D's. They're bringing back something that they used to do in the 80s and 90s, and it was a huge deal back then. Oh. And there's a lot of people in this office who, when, when this got brought up in our meeting, our sound guy, Sam, showed his age because he was able to do this. Right. Oh. So what they used to do was... It was like if you could say the Big Mac jingle in four seconds, you'd get a free Coke. Okay, this was the old ad. If you can say... Two old beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. In four <laughs> seconds, you can win a free cup of Coke. It's that simple. Just say... It's two old beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. That's our quickie. Jeez. A free cup of Coke. <laughs> yes. wow. Wow. Can I have a cup a of Coke? A cup of Coke. <laughs> How long since you've heard that? <laughs> oh, yeah, it takes me back. What do we have to say? You have to say two all beef patties. Two all beef patties. Special sauce. Special sauce. Lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions. Lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions. Uh, on a oh, sesame, sesame seed, seed bun. bun. Sesame yeah. seed In four bun. seconds. And then you get, I don't know, presumably they're going to give you a cup of Coke. Tall um, beef, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was kind of a drunk version. I was yeah. yeah. That was the well, midnight version. I have a feeling that there will be a few of those <laughs> yeah. versions coming through. So if I say to some pimply little kid, in, I just said it in four seconds. The trainee. Like Brittany, the trainee doesn't have enough on her plate already. Oh, no. She's managing. She's, like you said before, they're like air traffic controllers. They've they got one air, ear in. They're managing the two double lanes of people now coming through. Yeah. They got their people behind them. We need drivers. Taking payments, taking yep. payments at the same time. <laughs> yep, and you know when they're they're holding the thing out to you, and yeah. they're also hearing in their ear yeah. the order. Yep, would you like fries for that? <laughs> yep, just hit it on the. It's pay wave, Dale. Okay. They're doing so now. They've got a time yeah. to these people coming through <laughs> to all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, onions, pickles, onions, sesame seed bun. There you go. Sorry, that was four point four seconds actually. Yeah. Yeah. Missed out on your cup. Come of back coke. tomorrow. Cup of coke. <laughs> anyway, they're going to bring that back. So that's so, coming back. Yes, oh, that's what fun. I've heard. Anyway, right. so keep your eyes peeled for that. Thank you. Good one. Seven fifty three. Rudits and laws. Oh, we love people getting involved in the text line, the Auto Masters text line. Oh four triple eight five one zero four seven. They can do it at any stage. Uh, and we've just had a text from an anonymous person. Uh, Rudits and Loz. Loz needs to hear this. We were in Italy, and every time we ordered marinara, not once did it come with seafood. <gasps> oh! We found out that it was given its name because it was the preferred choice of the sea merchants once mm. they reached the shore, oh. not because of seafood. Right. The boys made it clear they thought Loz was being a dumbass, uh, but it turns out she's not. A big sorry is owed to Loz. Um. And you can stick it up your bum. Oh. That's what's going on. I don't think I've ever <laughs> felt this feeling before. It's <laughs> we were <laughs> wrong, and I was right, right, right. You are wrong, wrong, wrong. Wow! I don't believe it. This is a historical moment. All right. Thank you Enjoy to that it person. For a couple of seconds. Who was it? Yeah, anonymous. I'm going to send you some marinara. It was Canadian calf. It was my mum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. Are you watching closely? On television. Please turn the television set on. On Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Loz. He says he's been watching TV. What are we watching? Uh, most weeks, uh, one of us comes in and goes, what's something I can watch? What have you been watching yeah. on Netflix? Or what's new out there? What's streaming? Uh, so we want some ideas. Uh, yep. What are you watching at the moment? You got anything, Rupert? No, no he's so busy. I've... Once we're back at radio, I don't, I'm in bed at nine o'clock. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, I am too, but I'll chuck something on. I like this show. I loved season one of Vigil. It's the submarine British oh, one. Is there another series? Se- season two's you out. You told me to watch that last year. Yeah. It was gripping. fantastic. I'm just a sucker for the British whodunit yeah, yeah, crime shows. They No one does yeah. it like them. Right, Fast-paced. Vigil season two. It's really good. And another one that I've just, just started last night at um, uh, assistant producer Alessia's recommendation, American Nightmare. It's about a couple who, it's a documentary about a couple who are accused of staging a kidnapping and then things start to become very mm. interesting. But it's a documentary. Documentary. So All it's right. a true story. Yeah. I'm watching Island of Brian. Oh. This relates to your dad, doesn't it? Yeah. Red, red wine. Right? Oh, Island of Brian. Uh, I never watch renovation shows. I've never watched The Block. Or it does not interest me, and I don't know why, but I'm intrigued by this, and I can't stop yeah, watching it. You make it Scott Cam's your best mate when he comes on. No, he, he gets mistaken for me. Yeah. Poor bastard. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Island of Brian. So Brian's a handyman, a builder, and his wife Sarah's an interior decorator. They've got four kids, and they are a brilliant family. Anyway, they buy a dilapidated rundown resort. This is all true. They buy oh. a resort. Oh, good. For ten million dollars in the Bahamas, and it's wow. and it's ruined, and they from scratch rebuild it. A handyman and bought a ten million dollars. Re- I know. No, he's a builder. <laughs> okay. He's very. Handy but he indeed. does it all. But he does make a lot of it. Anyway, good? I've, I'm hooked on You're it, hooked. and I can't stop watching it. All so, right. Island of Brian. I don't Island mind a renovation Brian. sort of. Well, this okay. isn't just doing a house up. This he does a whole resort. Yeah, it's real. It's not just a lick of And paint. they're running a business, and they got four kids to get. It's like the Rashudos. They're they're doing right. that many things. All right, I'm gonna write that down. And uh, yeah, it's great. There nice. you go. All with the name Brian. Yeah. With a Y. If what you're watching, oh. text us 0488510047. If you've got yeah. any recommendations, because, you, you know, you just sometimes you just scroll through and you go, I don't want to commit to anything. I don't trust oh, it's going to be good. So On Prime, it's called Reacher. With, um, oh, Reacher's great. Uh, yes, very good. good Louder rep. Milk is a great series if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Obviously, Mr. Inbetween, we've seen that. Mr. Inbetween, brilliant. All good. We've been uh, talking about tax cuts. We had Anthony Albanese on a couple of weeks ago. He said, we're not going to change the tax cuts, what we've promised to give, and then they went and changed it. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying they're not going to do anything about negative gearing. Uh, Jim Chalmers, the treasurer, has come out and said that. Anthony Albanese sort of dodging around it. So we don't know if something's going to happen in the world of negative gearing. And negative gearing is basically when the cost of owning a rental property outweighs that the income that it generates each year. So that's so a tax write-off, isn't it? It's a tax loss that you can claim against your wage or whatever else to balance up, um, yeah, the loss. So we thought we'd get Will Frogley on. He's the CEO of the Masters Builders Association in South Australia. Will, what would happen to um, the uh, construction industry if negative gearing uh, rules changed? Well, you really have to wonder don't, about this stuff, don't you? I mean... Wasn't that long ago Bill Shorten lost an election that people really thought was unlosable with policies like this? Um, I remember at the time, Master Builders uh, got Cadence Economics to look at what would happen if if uh, this this change occurred, and it was uh, within the first five years there'd be up to forty two thousand less homes built across Australia, uh, up to thirty two thousand less jobs, and up to eleven billion dollars less building work done. So I think that really says it all. It's a it's a bad, it would be a bad move that would mean less work for builders, less work for tradies, less work for apprentices, less work for suppliers. So if, if Albo's even considering bringing this dud of a policy back, I, I think he's crazy. <laughs> so at the moment we're seeing on TV that there's more people lining up for a rental property than ever before. And Adelaide's as bad as anywhere. Like it's as bad as Melbourne by the way it's getting reported. How could this possibly help the rental crisis... Um, if, you know, builders 
developers, investors are, are not going to uh, build because uh, they wouldn't have the positives of negative gearing. Yeah, you're spot on, Rue. There's a serious housing shortage in South Australia. Our, our rental market is the tightest in the country. There's a lot of people who invest in the in the property market, um, and you know, you, you remove that incentive, that housing crisis is only going to get worse. You know, ideally, everyone would own their own home in in Australia and South Australia, but a lot of people just want to rent. That that market you're talking about is extremely tight. I mean. You go to any kind of opening for rental and there's people everywhere and it's it's you know it's a really big problem so we need more homes built the other thing is there's a lot of guys in our industry in particular in building construction a lot of tradies who you know that is their retirement a couple of investment properties they don't have a massive super you know balance and um, i think history shows if you mess around in this area governments get get a whacking i mean you just have to look at land tax for example in the, the previous liberal government as well as shorten a few years back um so for them to even be thinking about this, I think it would be crazy. Uh, well, it was only a few months ago that uh, our Prime Minister announced uh, he wanted to build one million homes over five years. Is that on track? How's that going? Oh, look, it's, uh, it's, a very, it's good to be ambitious. That is a very ambitious target. Um, I, I certainly don't want to whack anyone who is trying to, to build more homes. A big problem we've really got is the, whether we've got enough labour to build that many yep. homes in yep. South Australia. You know, there is a really massive tradie shortage so here in South Australia we reckon by 2027 we'll need an extra 15,000 tradies just to meet demand so Mm. I guess the upside of that is it's a great time for any young person or even not so young who wants to learn to trade because opportunities out there are extensive and you're going to earn good money. Well a lot of people can't get into the housing market that are listening right now and they're frustrated by that. Is there any way getting rid of negative gearing would help people get into the housing market? I don't think that's the case. I think what we need to see with housing is, a lot of people wouldn't know this, but with housing, new housing, 40% of the cost of a new build goes to factors unrelated to the actual cost of the build or land itself. So it's all the charges, uh, regulations and stuff like that. They really add up. Mm. So I'd I'd prefer to see the axe taken to, to that for housing to be made more affordable. So why would Anthony Albanese do that? I mean, he wants to help... Um, the lower and middle uh, part of the market, which is absolutely fair enough. They're under enormous pressure at the moment. So how, how, what, getting rid of negative gearing, how does that help them? Well, again, I think um, the results speak, speak for themselves. If, you, you know, if it's going to result in less houses being built, etc., cetera, uh, that, that's not going to be good for anyone ultimately. It's just, um, I think it's a, seeming a populist policy that will end up causing economic harm. Okay, well... You don't sound like there's too many positives in getting rid of at the moment, I'm not, Will. A, fan, I'm not a fan, Rue, in case nah, you are. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work that out. Right we'll, uh, uh, we'll give you Albo's number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tipping you're not voting Labor in the next election if, if he brings it in. All right, well, uh, thanks, Will, for joining us, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Anytime. Thanks, Rue. Cheers. Cheers. All right.